After dealing with the flame skull and more skeletons, I checked out the well again with Kid. Hearing no more screaming from the bugbears, Kid threw a torch straight down, which disappeared before the fire burnout. Ready to leave the void of the cavern, we ended up running straight into a group of ghouls on their lunch break. Holding our ground, we were able to beat them off with the glow of the Lightbringer. Unfortunately, the kid was paralyzed after one of the ghouls dug their claws into his flesh. Thankfully, Trog and Archie came up with an idea. Resuscitate. Since my mouth was the largest, I got down and tried my best to bring him back. Opening my jaws like a suckerfish, I blew as much air as I could out of my lungs. Inflating the half-elf's stomach, I then slapped it and breathed the air back in. After repeating this for a very long time, he gained his feeling back and we continued through the western side of the cavern. Working through the maze of cobblestone ruin, we avoided an electric door as well as another group of hungry bears in a closed room. Wanting to rid the black spider first, we swept through a yellow jelly monster and continued walking down the tunnel it was following. We eventually found a small stream and were able to cross it, finding ourselves on top of the waterfall where we had seen the dark moon looking creature commanding the bugbears. Following the path where this doppelganger has lived to rest, my head started buzzing increasing his pre pressure as we made our way towards a small temple built inside the mine. Like the nerves racing through me, the aches in my head were telling me to leave. I know the others were feeling the same pressure, yet they continued. As I gripped the brass, we entered through the archway, revealing two guards in black protecting the man behind the void, the black spider. And now I rush in and punch him in the head. Not yet. Um, yeah, just to remind you guys of what you see in this room. So you have the six marble pillars that are along the walls, uh, sort of cracked and looking kind of crumbly. The northern end has a roughly nine-foot-tall statue of a dwarf who's seated on a throne. Um, he's got like a stone war hammer across his lap. That looks pretty mighty. Um, large emeralds for eyes. The sort of dust and debris that has been sort of covering everything in this mine has been swept aside. There's, you can see a small campsite spread sort of off to the side of the statue. You know, there's a few bedrolls, uh, some packs around a roughly built fire pit, a table with scattered notes and documents and parchment on it, and a stone altar where you see the back of a drow with long silvery hair you can't see his face but his head is sort of he's, he's sort of on his knees with uh, this long black staff with a black spider at the top and his head is kind of thrown back looking at this orb that is hovering in the air that's sending out these uh, these pulses that you guys have been feeling as you got closer and closer um as well as to some kind of humanoid thing. You can't tell what race they are. Uh, that are basically wrapped head to toe in black clothing. I'm yeah. going to drink my health potion. I'm going okay. to rub my arrows on Tron. I only got five points of health. I'm going to do the same thing as Jesse and rub arrows on me. Do we want to go in and try talking and getting some answers first? Or do we just want to run in? Guns blazing. Right, yeah, this guy's been trying to kill us the whole fucking time. I say fucking dunzo, dunzo, bud. As you guys are, as you guys are sort of outside, all four of you hear very clearly in the huts, um, sort of almost whispering, I've seen you in my dreams. Yeah, I mean, I can imagine that you'd see me in your dreams. I mean, if you look at me, I mean, I'm just pretty much like the best frog there ever was. You know, it makes a lot of sense. You, um, what's, uh, what's your name there, guy? No, no reply. Oh, so you're giving me the silent treatment. First, you, you got, you dreaming of me. You probably have some nasty thoughts. And now you just, now you're not talking. This is... This is a little too much for me. I think you might need to go see some like counseling or, you know, I, I don't know if they if they have like, you know, like electroshock therapy. I could, you know, we could do something like that. That might give you a little bit of like a little bit more uh, urge to talk. We, we discuss it as a team. 
we're going in guns blazing. This guy's been trying to kill us, so we don't want to give him any upper upper hand. Right. Brainstem of the uh, the drow. That's where I'm aiming. I think I don't know what I should. I've got a dirty twenty. Thirteen. I had a nat twenty. Seventeen. As you knock your arrow, Trog, you're first. But before that, I need everyone to make charisma saving throw. Nineteen. Seventeen. Did you hear my twenty-five? That's a fourteen. As you guys are preparing to get this, uh, get this show on the road, so to speak, that orb once again pulses, but this time with. Uh, a much higher intensity than you had felt before. It doesn't affect anyone except for Mooney. Mooney, you hear this, you, you can't quite make out the language, but these string, this, this string of words sort of forces its way into your mind. And, and even though you can't understand what it's saying to you, you feel very disturbed for some reason. And for this turn, your movement speed is zero. I want to kind of come around the corner a little bit to shelter, um, to cover, and then I'm going to cast Unseen Servant. I want him to go and start making his way around the right side behind these pillars. Okay, yeah, so he's going to go and make his way around that pillar. So you guys can't actually see uh, the outcome of Prague's spell, since it's unseen. Uh, but you do see Trog duck around the corner and quickly cast a spell. And you, you feel almost an imperceptible gust of wind as the Unseen Servant drifts past you and makes its way around that one stone pillar. The Black Spider, who had been previously sort of on his knees, stands up and turns around. And just for a brief moment, you see that his eyes were pitch black. Basically the same sort of void that the orb was. Uh, but as he turns around to face you, that blackness fades into these somewhat piercing icy blue eyes as he's standing at you with the staff in his hand. And he'll say, before he takes his turn, uh, fear not the dark, my friend. He is going to cast Ray of Sickness. Cast Ray of Sickness a kid since he's up front. So that's going to be a... 17 to hit. That hits. Okay, so I'm going to need you now to make a constitution saving. And you are also going to take seven, seven points of poison damage. That is a 12. And with a 12, you are poisoned until the end of your next turn. Oh no, you're down with the sickness. You're down with the sickness. Uh, next up is... Actually, yeah, he's going to... He's not going to move far. He's going to... Sort of step around this altar, getting a bit closer to the altar. And that will end his turn. Yeah, and that'll be Archie. I'm going to shoot cultist number two. That is a 22 to hit. 22 does hit. 15 points of damage. Constitution saving throw is a nat 20. So Archie from the back holds one of those poisoned arrows, shoots it directly at the cultist. Uh, next up is Moody. Pull out my wand, and from the this spot that I'm in, cast Conjure Animals. Okay. And to make it easier, I'm just going to do a level two. I'm going to roll to figure out what we get. No dinosaurs? No dinosaurs. Damn it. <laughs> what is this? What is it? <laughs> I point my wand out, and if I could do it just in the middle of the room, I summon a giant crayfish. <laughs> what? what? Wait. Uh, is that giant for a crayfish? Or, or is, is it, it like, like the size a of the hand? giant fucking crayfish? <laughs> it's a large crayfish. Okay, so as uh, Mooney unable to actually move right now, rooted in place, um, but you do see him pull out his wand and give it a wave, and uh, a somewhat a sort of purplish vortex opens up, and out of it crawls this massive crayfish. Also, that's my 
action uh, and my bonus action, I'm going to use uh, combat wild shape, uh, dire wolf again. So as this giant crayfish crawls out of his vortex, you guys also see Mooney shrink down into his now familiar dire wolf form. And I'll heal and that's six points. Uh, my turn's done then. Uh, call this one is also going to use his movement. He's going he's to move back a bit as well next to the statue. Sort of taking a little bit of cover behind the stone altar. So waving his arms around, you see these three glowing blue darts sort of start circling around this this cultist, and all three of them are going to fire straight at this giant crayfish, all striking him simultaneously, dealing 12 points of force damage to the giant crayfish. That'll be his turn. Uh, Cultist number two is going to go. Cultist number two is going to move over, take a little bit of cover behind this pillar, wouldn't that be attack of opportunity from the crayfish? Yeah, that would be. He's going to do it anyway. So go ahead and roll an attack for the crayfish. That is a 17 to hit. 17 does hit. 10 points of slashing damage, and they're currently grappled. Okay, so he's not going to move. And <laughs> I should have just, just done this in the first place. He's just going to cast... Misty step with his bonus action. <laughs> and fucking and fucking teleport over there anyway. <laughs> and he is going to that'll be his he's gonna ready and and then it is Kit's turn. Okay, so I'm going to I know I wanted to transcribe it, uh, which is why I had held on to it, but seeing that people are casting spells and all this shit, I'm going to pull out the silence scroll and I'm going to cast it right to the side of Nesnar here um, on the altar, so it should affect Cultist 1 and uh, the Drow. And uh, as my movement, I'm going to get into this corner, and I'm going to actually, I'm going to move up to here, and with my uh, I'm going to activate my action surge, and I'm going to uh, point over to this Cultist, uh, and I'm going to cast Poison Spray. Before you do that, you're about to get smacked by a quarterstaff. That was his held action. If anything got in range of him. <laughs> Just kidding. He rolled a two. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. All right. <laughs> yep. I'm going to cast uh, Poison Spray then. Right. Um, and it is uh, a con saving throw. 16. That is very sucky. Uh, nothing. All right. So, kid. <laughs> Pulls out this spell scroll that you guys have gotten back from Mormesk after trading it to him and then uh, murdering him. And pulling it open, you guys see Kid read the scroll. A flash of blue light as the scroll disintegrates in his hands. But now, centered around the black spider, you see a, a sphere of blue energy that is engulfing him, preventing him from casting spells. Or making any noise whatsoever. And as Kid runs up to try and get around this pillar next to the giant crayfish, Quarterstaff comes swinging out from around where he's able to duck underneath it, trying to counter with a spell as the cult that sort of backs back around the corner. And the poison spray just hits the marble pillar, sizzling and carving sort of a, a groove through it as it melts through the pillar. And that'll bring us back to the top of the initiative where I will need everyone to make a wisdom save into that. 14. 9. 18. 16. So again, this black orb pulses again with, uh, with higher intensity. This time, you, you can all hear it. This very whispering, discordant melody... And it, it's, it's very disturbing, but it, it seems to particularly be affecting Kid and Truck. Um, you two are going to take three points of psychic damage, and you both must immediately use your reaction to move 
as far away as you can, up to half your movement to, to, to half your movement speed. So if your movement speed's thirty, you have to move thirteen feet away or fifteen feet away. Excuse me. Uh, but it is back to Trogdon. So, I mean, I moved all the way over here because of the reaction. Um, and I come back over to the other side of Mooney. And would I be able to get a shot to Cultist 1? Uh, well, I'll give him quarter cover without the wall and the altar are. Well, it's a nat 20 to hit. Yep, definitely hits. <laughs> And a uh, poison arrow, I'm assuming, right? That is a 17 on this con. So it'd be 12, then double to 24. Since my unseen servant is unseen, is he able to move um, around Cultist 2 over to the other pillar? Um, yeah. The trog, you guys see... <clears throat> Shoot a crossbow bolt, sort of threading the needle between the wall and the altar, striking Caltus number one right in the chest. And the Unseen Servant, which you guys can't see, continues its way down around these pillars. Bring us in Black Spider, who is going to take... He's going to step back 10 feet and sort of position himself against the wall. And he is going to do almost similar to what Mooney did. He's going to smack his staff on the ground. And from the corner of the room, you guys see another vortex, this time uh, black in color. So you guys see crawling down from the corner of the room. And oh, what the fuck? <laughs> fucking spider. Go fuck yourself. A big... A big fucking spider crawling down around this pillar. He's going to place himself. He's going to get right up here in the face of the giant crayfish. Yeah, so that'll be his turn. Which now brings us to Archie. Ooh, yikers. A 15? 15 does not hit. Oof. Oof, 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 oof. I am shook. So, Poison Arrow goes careening off into the distance. Yep. Yeah, I see Archie. Archie peers out around the pillar, pulls back a shot. More so the sh- from the shock and disgust of seeing this massive spider and all its creepy little hairy legs and <clears throat> gross eyes darting around. Uh, arrow goes just a bit wide, smacking off the stone wall behind. Now it is cultist number one. So now that you've made an attack, you are revealed. Cultist number one is going to cast. Let me see how the spell looks real quick. Magic missiles on Archie. Again, he waves his arm around. Waves his arms around. Excuse me. And these three. Glowing darts of blue energy are spinning around him once more. Archie is going to take uh, 12 points of force damage. And he is going to move 10 more feet and duck behind this pillar here. Ending his turn. And it is Moody's turn. I'm going to, as Direwolf, move up to Cultist 2. And take a bite. Okay. 17 to hit. He does hit. That is six points of damage. And I need a strength saving throw. 15. Okay. He's good then. And then Crawl Daddy, two pincer attacks on the spider. Okay, go ahead and roll me attack that as well. 19. 19 hits. And 17. Both hit. And that's 18 points of damage. 18 points of damage. All right. So, so Mooney goes charging through the entranceway, uh, immediately taking a chunk out of Cultist. Uh, the Cultist 2 is sort of cowering behind the pillar currently. 
but who's able to sort of force his arm out of the jaws of the dire wolf while the giant crayfish comes up and just grabs two of the spider's giant legs with its massive pincers uh, holding it in place. Cultist 2 is going to take his turn now. And he's going to attack Mooney, who's right in front of him. So you see the cultists start to cast a spell again as electricity sort of starts to shoot out of his fingertips. And he is going to basically try and just grab onto you with this sparking hand. That is going to be a 17 to hit. Yep. Okay, and you are going to take 8 points of lightning damage. So as the call just grabs onto you and makes contact with your fur, the rest of you guys mm-hmm. can see sparks and lightning arcing off of his body as the, the, the fur of the dire wolf starts to stand on end. Now we are back to Kim. Okay. Um, I'm going to do Eldritch Blast to him. Motherfucker. That's a 15 to hit on the first. 15, uh, no go. Uh, 19 on the second. Hits. Okay, and that's going to be uh, 10 points of damage. 10 points. And Uh, I'm going to use the remainder of my movement speed to move back into this corner. All right, brings back to the the initiative order, I would like you all to once again please make a, a charisma saving throw. Three. Three. Sixteen. Sixteen? Five. Sixteen. Five and sixteen. Okay. So once again, the orb pulses. <clears throat> um, Prague and Prague and Mooney, you guys once again, well, Mooney once again, Prague for the first time. Hear just these these whispers, these maddening words in your minds, rooting you to the spot. Uh, so your movement speed is zero. It'll be under three next. Even with the twenty-three. Oh, I thought you said three. No, twenty-three. <laughs> That's what I heard. That's what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> I also heard three. Just, <laughs> but, okay, never mind. Just your alone. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Just Mooney then. Sorry, I thought you said three. <laughs> So, Mooney, your movement speed is zero until the end of your next turn. No, no, sorry. I said 45. Ah, uh, okay, never mind. <laughs> You're all good. <laughs> and, Trog, it's uh, your turn. Seeing the, the spider, I am going to do dissonant whispers, and I'm just okay. going to make rivet noises at him. <laughs> uh, wisdom saving throw. 19. So he passes, and he will take six points of psychic damage. Okay, so filling the sound of this once magnificent, magnificent church, you all can hear the sound of croaking and riveting coming from the hallway, <laughs> echoing off the pillars and the statue and the stone wall of this place. I want the unseen servant to make his way to the top. He's going to be on top of the dwarf statue. Okay. Neznar is going to... You see him wave his staff, his spider staff, as it glows with this, this pale white color off the head. And these webs shoot shoot out of it, filling up a 20-foot square. So this whole area is now covered by this thick, sticky web webbing. And that'll end his turn. Bring us to Archie. I'm going to shoot that little bitch giant spider again. 25 to hit. Yep. <laughs> Definitely hits. Haha, <laughs> little bitch. Sneak his hat. And it's a poison arrow, by the way. Poison arrow, alright. On saving throw is a... A 15. He passed. Uh, it's a 10 
points of damage then. Ten points of damage. Got it. Which means it is now off this number one's turn. He's gonna stay where he is. He's gonna take a shot, Mooney. Sixteen to hit for Mooney. Yep, that hits. So this caucus, you see ice just blasting out of his hands in a thin, cold blue beam, striking the back of Mooney, dealing seven points of cold damage. And your movement speed is reduced by ten feet until the start of your next turn. Which is already zero. Oh, that's true. Now you have negative ten movement speed. And I'm also in web. <laughs> That's also true. That's also true. I'm just really making sure you can't fucking do anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mooney ain't going nowhere. Yeah, Mooney, Mooney ain't going fucking nowhere. Neither is this crawfish bitch. This is what you get for summoning a crawfish. <laughs> and now it's your turn. Okay. Same thing again. Bite on the cultist and two hits on the spider. That is a, another 17 again to hit. Yep. yep. That's 11 points of damage and a strength saving throw. 13. Crawdaddy got a 9 and a 16. First one misses, second hits. Okay. Ooh, yes. And that is 15 points of damage. So this time, uh, the crayfish still holding on squeezes the pincers and basically cuts one of the legs it's grasping right off. Call this number two is going to cast Shocking Grasp again on Mooney, which is going to be a 17 to hit. Yep. So again, the sparks come <clears throat> blazing out of this, uh, this call this hands. And as he makes contact once again with your first Shocking, he wants more eight points of damage. Oh, I also forgot. Since you're in the web, you need to make a. Uh, both you and the crayfish need to make a dexterity save there. Wolf is 10. Crayfish is also 10. Okay, so both you and the crayfish, um, your legs are stuck in this sticky, goopy web. You are restrained. Uh, I'm going to move over to where I was before, cast Eldritch Blast on the Dark Elf back here. Okay. That is 11 to hit on the first, and uh, 19 on the second. Hits. And that's going to be 11 points of damage. With the rest of my movement speed, so that was 10 to get there. 20. I want to try to, if I can get here, with 30. Up to the, this side of the spider. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And that is my turn. Okay. So this kid starts making his way around the crayfish and the uh, giant spider. He shoots out another two Eldritch Blasts at the black spider. One, he manages to duck behind the pillar. The other one just catching him right on the shoulder. So he can't twist himself out of the way. Uh, bring us to the top of the initiative. I would like everyone to make a wisdom saving turn. Uh, 17. 17? 8. 8. 15. 15. Uh, natural 20 plus... Natural 20. Man, kid, Moon, you guys are getting fucking blasted by this stuff. Yeah. Um, you two are gonna take... You two are gonna take 4 points of psychic damage. You hear that strange, discordant melody just piercing your skull right into your brain. Um, and this time it seems stronger. Seems like it's, it's getting stronger each time as the orb continues to pulse. So you guys are going to take the, the four points of psych damage, and again, you must use your reaction to move up to half your movement speed away from the orb. Although in Mooney's, in Mooney's case, you can't. I'm going to provoke another opportunity attack then. So giant spider is gonna take a try and take a bite out of you. Uh, that is a natural one. So the giant spider is a little bit more occupied with its leg that just got sliced off by this giant crayfish. Um, it, it half hardly kind of takes a bite out of you. 
um, but completely misses as you move away. Now we are up to. Well, I'm going to cast Cloud of Daggers, and I want to kind of pin him um, in that corner. Yes. Yeah, so. There's so many fucking things on that map now. I know. <laughs> I know. <this. laughs> I mean, it's, it's also a pain in the ass because silence lasts for 10 minutes. The web lasts for 10 it minutes. Does. So it's not like something that's going to disappear really quick. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I am casting it in his space and kind of pinning him. So he is going to take 17 points of damage. 17 points of damage. All right. Thank you. Finally, got some decent damage from someone. So shit at math. <laughs> uh, I've, I've done 21 points of damage on him. So my, I even... Well, I, that was more directed at myself. I've been doing shit all for damage. <laughs> <laughs> we are getting our asses kicked, it feels like. Are you? I thought you guys were doing pretty good. I don't know how much like health any of you guys have. <laughs> Uh, Not much. Yeah, it's getting close. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Trog, Trog seems to be doing pretty well as usual. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did get hit, though, so, I mean, he's a little upset. <laughs> Just a slight, a slight scratch. Yeah. Scratch your ego. <laughs> okay, so you're going to use, uh, use any movement, or is that your turn? Um, that is it for me. The Unseen Servant, though, on top of the Dwarf statue, um, I want him to jump and land on the orb. Okay, roll me a Constitution saving check, just with no bonuses in it. <clears throat> he got an 18. So the Unseen Servant sort of jumps on top of the orb. And as it as it touches the orb, there's another sort of strong pulse as the unseen servant is basically just blasted to pieces. <laughs> Does it fall? Does it fall at least? Anything? Does it wiggle? Yeah, you guys don't see you guys don't see anything happen to the orb. <sighs> I thought he was gonna Fuck. like become a god or something. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. The unseen servant Gains, gains sentience. <laughs> I'm so boss, me, boss me around one more fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see me. You get the sense, because you, you've not seen this happen before to your unseen servant. You get the sense that you're dealing with something uh, very powerful. Uh, it is the spider's boss me. Hmm? So he's now surrounded by these swirling razor-sharp daggers, which means he's also going to take, I believe, he takes damage when he enters the spell or when it starts his turn. I think he takes the damage again, right? Yes. So... There's another 14 points of damage. So getting absolutely shredded by these daggers uh, (laughs) the last turn, and now this turn... Now's not, uh, he's gonna he's gonna move a little bit. <laughs> you see him sort of cover cover himself with his arms as he runs his way out of this cloud, getting slashed up in the process. It'll take squeeze on the other side of this guy. So d- difficult terrain. Um, he's now bleeding quite heavily, especially after those uh, the cloud of daggers, and he is going to cast. Chog, I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, no, that, that's, that's a 12. But I'm going to use my lucky um, to do it again. Okay. 21. Son of a bitch. <laughs> okay, you see him uh, begin casting a spell, and it does sort of wash over you but has no effect. It is now Archie's turn. I'm going to just kind of steady myself, breathe deep. I would like to use my bonus action to do uh, second wind. So I regain 1d10 plus 1, 4 hit points. 
And then after I, I've sturdied myself, I'm going to step out from, from being unhidden or from being hidden. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to shoot Nezanar in the fucking face. Natural 20. Does indeed hit. Get fucked. 18 points of damage. 18 points of damage. Got it. Yeah. Right as the Black Spider is finished casting his spell, he doesn't have enough time to react as the arrow strikes him right, <clears throat> right in the breast. Is he, is he dead? And he's dead? And he dies? Still, stand, still standing. He seems to be, his breathing seems more ragged, though, than it did before. Big boy, call this number one. He's going to step around the corner and use. He's going to use magic missiles again on Archie. So again, the same, now familiar three darts of glowing blue energy. Once again, shoot out at Archie. You're pretty used to getting hit by these by now. So you. As soon as you see them coming, you just sort of hang your head and <laughs> prepare for it. Uh, you are going to take eight points of force damage. I'm going to move on the caddy corner of this table from Cultus 2 and try to okay. duck below. And then crawl dead. Two bite, two pincers. 20 and 24. 19 points of damage on the spider. After tearing off the leg of the spider in its previous attack, um, this time the crayfish is able to sort of get on the spider's weak side and flip it over, this time piercing the soft underbelly of this giant monstrosity and tearing it open as its guts sort of spill into a gross steaming pile on the ground. Oh, whoops. Yes. Sorry, I just, I just <laughs> Sorry Archie. It landed on all them. <laughs> the sweet release of death. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> the uh, the spider's dead though. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> He's I have been reborn. <laughs> Uh, Now we're up to uh, Cultus number two who is going to attack. He's going to kind of thread the needle between Archie and the crayfish and try and hit Kid. He's going to stand up from his crouching position. Pew, pew, pew. And by pew, 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 I mean Ray of Frost. I do. I do the pew, pew, pew. No, 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 no. (laughs) That is a natural 20. To hit. That hits. That hits me, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me one more time. Game. Tell me one more time I can't fucking pew pew pew. You know what? It's, it's poetic though, because I'm like, I do the fire pews and this is doing an ice pew. Ooh. Mate, this is probably the best roll in this game. You're going to take 16 points of cold damage. Oh. <laughs> I'm unconscious. And kids nah. unconscious. It's 1d8. I got <laughs> two. Uh, yeah. Oh no, that's pretty good. It's <laughs> unconscious. Yeah, that's your movement speed is reduced. Your movement speed is also reduced. It is your turn now. Okay, I will do a death save. Back at the top of the initiative order, I would like everyone to please make a charisma saving throw. Ooh, does it apply to kid as well? Um, you fail automatically. If I- so is that an automatic? Okay. Automatic failure for your yep. for your saving throw. I got a fifteen. Eighteen. Uh, Nineteen. These these screams and these mad cackles, as once again the orb pulses stronger than it had before. <clears throat> um, Trog, you're the only one affected. Uh, from. The, the, the spell, the, the whispers and screams in your mind, um, again, root you in, in one speed. So your speed is zero. Okay, it also affects you. Your movement speed is zero. <laughs> but it is Trog's turn now. 
Um, I'm going to do another cloud of daggers in between. Um, it's going to take the space in between Nazar and Cultus 2. They're each going to take 13 points of damage. Okay, so Cultus number 2, as this cloud of daggers erupts once more in the space between these two, um, Cultus number 2 just gets shredded. No time to dive out of the way. Um, and falls to the ground as uh, just just a heap of meat from, from just the sheer amount of whirling daggers that have been slicing through him. Uh, he collapses uh, behind the altar and out of sight. Uh, <clears throat> Nethnar once again throws his arm up to, to shield himself, uh, getting sliced up pretty badly in the process, still standing, bleeding very heavily. Uh, Nesnar, who is looking pretty beat up, takes a look at the other cultist, and he drops his staff to the ground, and out of his uh, back pouch pulls out a spell scroll. And as the spell scroll starts to glow in his hands, this sort of uh, this jagged rift opens up in the air behind him, uh, shimmering. It looks almost as if like a, a portal is opening, as if someone tore reality behind him in a way. You can't see anything through the portal. It's pitch black, very similar to the orb that has been floating in the air above you for this entire battle. <clears throat> um, it's, it's more of an absence of anything than it is an actual physical thing. Uh, just so, like empty, completely empty space. And as Nesnar sort of looks around at the three of you still standing, uh, he gazes down at the, uh, the fallen body of Kid. And I say, fear not the dark, my friends. <clears throat> All of our chains will be broken soon. And he is going to take a step backwards and disappear. No. Did he step out of the cloud of daggers? <clears throat> yeah. Twelve more points of damage. He, he, does, he does step through the portal. It was very close. He ran 15. He stepped through the portal. He ran 15. <laughs> <laughs> 50 points of damage, yeah. <laughs> so the portal is still there, jagged and open. And now there's, it's sort of, it's starting to, it's, it's almost creating like a whirlwind with inside this room. There's dust and debris being thrown everywhere. Um, the, all the papers and parchment on the desk are being blown off this whirlwind. The, you know, parts of like the bed packs, the roll, the bed rolls, the fire pit. Um, everything's being thrown around. Archie, you're up. So the portal's still there. Portal's still there. And the orb is just still hanging there? Uh, it's still hanging there. Yeah, still hanging. Okay. Oh, this is a bad idea. Oh, this is a bad idea. Oh, it's so bad. As soon as he said it was still open, I was like, oh, Jesse. Oh, it's so bad. Oh, it's such a bad idea. I'm going to dash into the hole. You'll have to take damage from the and an opportunity attack from Columbus 1. Can I use disengage wouldn't like avoid that, right? Disengage would avoid the opportunity attack, but probably not the cloud daggers. I'm going to die running through the cloud of daggers. Fuck! No, I'm, I can't do that then. I'm not doing that. I'm going to launch an arrow through the, the void. Okay, go ahead and make an attack roll. It's a 10. <laughs> 10. Um, your arrow goes through through the void. Don't know what, what happened to it, but it, it goes through the hole. You just hear a descent. Yeah. <laughs> hey! <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then with my movement, I'm going to run back to the kid. 
brings us to cultist number one. Cultist number one is also going to walk towards uh, portal. He will also take cloud of dagger damage. There's 13. So the, the cultist number one, try as he might to avoid uh, this spinning whirlwind of death. <laughs> he, he can't quite uh, can't quite avoid all of it. And as he tries to make his way through the cloud towards the portal, he's pretty severely hurt. He's sort of gripping his arm, uh, blood coming out of pretty much every part of his body. But it also tears the head, the headwear that he was wearing and the mask off. <laughs> and just before he stepped into the portal, he turned around and you see underneath the head here, um, you know, the, 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 the mask, the black garb that he's wearing, you see a half-elf with whitish blonde hair and blue eyes. Um, with a somewhat disfigured-looking left ear. And with that, he steps into the portal and is gone. And as he leaves the portal, it's still open, but it starts to look somewhat unstable. And as it looks unstable, you see this, you see the black orb that's been hovering above you guys start to drift toward it. And we are out of initiative order at this point, if anyone would like to do anything before the... What? Yeah, with, uh, since I'm pretty close, can I try to, like, slap it? <laughs> or, like, move it out some somehow as a wolf? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead and give me a... Uh, how about a dex to sort of run over and just slap it out of the air? <laughs> Um, eighteen. You smack it, and it sort of goes flying and lands on the ground, and just sort of starts rolling away from the portal, and comes to a stop as the portal dissipates and is closed. Oh, damn! I was gonna send the crawdaddy through. I'm going to run over to the uh, the dead body. I would like to like strip it naked and search it. There's n- nothing particularly valuable on it. Um, <clears throat> you do find that on the palm of his left hand, there's a tattoo you do notice. Um, that's... <clears throat> Two in two inverted trapezoids. Uh, the bottom one's smaller than the top. I'll send you a picture of what that looks like. But that tattoo does stick out to you. That's all. What happened? Well, you see, I did this really cool thing with with the the cloud of daggers, and it was cutting everyone. And I pretty much like I saved everyone here. It was a pretty pretty big thing for me. Um, you know, I'm pretty amazing, but the, uh, the one guy I noticed when he was going, uh, the cultist that, that I didn't kill, cause you know, I killed the other one cause I'm amazing. Um, when he was going through the cloud of daggers, his, uh, his head little helmet thing came off and, uh, he looked like he was like one of those half elf things, kind of like you. Um, uh, I don't know if, if, uh, if you know him, I mean, I know a bunch of frogs, we, yeah, I mean, I we don't all know each other. I mean, there's there's good half elf, bad half elf. I mean, well, the weird thing is it discrimination, Are you prejudice against half elves. No, I'm not. Elves I'm not. I like half elves. I just don't like. Uh, just saying we're we're a pretty diverse group. Is is what I'm saying. You know, not a not a monolith. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I I did notice that the the one his one a year was kind of like pinned back. Um, that was kind of like a distinguishing feature for him. So he could have just been one of those like weird changeling things, though, too. So that's that's also another thing. But I mean, those things are pretty gross. Um, but I mean, maybe. Well, his, how, uh, how, how, sorry. How else did he? What did he look like? 
Right. So um, you've you've probably described your brother uh, once or twice to Archie, correct? Yeah, I would say so. Um, Ian, that does that. That's the description I gave you, right? Is that is that what yeah. I'm? Okay, yeah, I thought so. I just wanted to make sure because I was like, I was like, I, I know I sensed that there was some disfigurement, but I couldn't remember if it was the ear or if it was something else. So yeah, okay. Yeah. Also, what was your brother's name? Uh, Val Valkithra was the full name. He, he, oh. he went by Valk. Right. Right. Um. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, no. Kid. No. You. Yeah, um, me. I mean, it, I don't fucking know him, but. Your description is pretty spot on, mate. This guy, it's, it's not funny. Like, if you came up with this while I was out, like, it, uh, right. you know, yeah, I, I I'm, appreciate I'm it. pretty fucked up, but I'm not, not that fucked up, mate. I'll never do that. That's 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 low even for us. I mean, I'd, I'd kiss in your ear before I fucking joke about that. That's Samuel said that he was with, with a group, like a mysterious uh, group. Right, and and cults tend to be pretty, pretty mysterious. Um, just going out there. Ah, do you recognize this tattoo at all from your time being uh, out and about? And I'm going to cut off the uh, cultist's hand and just toss it at the kid. Oh, I did also forget to mention this. You guys, you guys would have noticed when uh, the black spider turned around. He does have a thin scar going down the right side of his face, uh, down past the eye, like down his cheek. Oh, does it like skip his eye in a very convenient yeah, yeah. way? Yeah, like it's cool it, as fuck. It, 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 but it didn't blind him. Yeah, it makes him badass looking. Yeah, it looks cool, but it's not disfiguring. <laughs> no, exactly. The best kind of scars. <laughs> yeah. Is the is the orb doing anything right now? Is it still giving off pulses? Uh, the orb now uh, looks just like a normal, almost glass orb. It is sort of we pulsing dimly, but it's not sending out the waves that debilitating you throughout. Uh, can we uh, wrap that in something and, and put it in the bag of holding? I I, I can't I can't think straight. Um, and I can't think straight with that with that thing here. I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap it in one of the discarded bed sheets. Make sure not to touch it. Just don't don't don't, don't touch it. I'm gonna specifically touch it. Are you? Yeah. Okay. Make me with make me a uh, wisdom saving throw. Fuck! I fucking hate you. <laughs> <laughs> we just watched uh, his unseen servant explode. When it no, we didn't. No, we didn't, because it's yeah, unseen. Yeah, yeah, we saw the explosion all the We didn't see shit. Hey, oh, that's a 15 there, gay. You take... Jesus Christ. <laughs> six points of psychic damage. Yikes. So you bend down and pick up this orb. Um, it's about the size of an apple or an orange. Like I said, whereas before it seemed like it was kind of just a void of nothing. It's now... It, it seems like a glass orb or like some or like obsidian. But it still has that same void-like color. And as you <laughs> bend down to pick it up, you grab it and you stand back up. And you can't stop yourself from just staring into it. And you're just standing there looking at it. And it's almost as if time has stopped around you. You don't notice anything else. You as kids, you know, almost like sort of frantically pacing. And as the others are recovering, taking a brief moment of respite after the, the fight. <clears throat> and you're just staring at this thing. <laughs> Until... Blackness swallows up your entire field of vision. And you can just almost faintly, almost like out of the corner of your eye, the 
moving figure. I mean, it's very dark, it's shadowy, but even within that shadow, you can see darker shadows. Just just right out of the corner of your eye, um, you, you can see the movement. Almost as if they're behind some sort of veil that you can't pierce through. <laughs> and as you try to look around and catch these things, you can, you can never quite see them. And so the rest of you guys, you just see Archie staying at his orb. Not moving. As I see this, I'm going to transform back into Furbolg. And I'll take a bedroll. See if I can try to take it from him. So Mooney goes over, picks up one of the bedrolls, walks over to where Archie is standing, and gently is able to wrap the orb around with the bedroll, pull it out of Archie's hands. And as that happens... <clears throat> and while it's going, Archie, like, Arch, you, don't, you don't notice any of this. You're so just sort of in this darkness, shadowy vision. Um, you do feel as if you're sinking as this is going on. And you're sinking faster and faster and faster until all of a sudden you're snapped out of it. And you see Mooney standing in front of you with the wrapped up bedroll. Uh, Archie, are you... Okay. Your eyes were uh, yeah. black. Yeah. 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 We're, we're, yeah. We're all right. Um, yeah. We should probably right. go. Um, we, we, we should, we shouldn't be here. At this point, kids just staring down at the, the headgear that Valk was wearing, and he hasn't really been paying attention to what's been happening with with Archie, and um, he's gonna pick up the gear and kind of look at it for a long while, and then put it away. This is also something I. This is also something I should have mentioned probably before the fight started. There is this uh, door on the right side here as well. This red line is a door. Just <clears throat> totally forgot about that until I just looked into my notes. But you guys would have noticed that door as you were inside the room. We had an agreement that we needed to clear this bond to. We don't maybe have to do it all today, but. If I leave this place, I'm never coming back. Um, That's a stone cold fact. Um, So I guess if we're going to just go opening the rest of the fucking doors, we might as just. Fucking Galavan off, I suppose. Maybe we'll find something good. Maybe we'll find something that finally kills me. And I'm going to saunter towards the door and just fucking kick it open. Uh, Yeah, it opens up. You see a... You see another hallway. And another door up here uh, north. Close to the staircase. Might be a little bit hard to see. The dwarf statue that was in this room, does it look like it yes. was to a, a deity of some sort? And it, would it be one that kid recognizes? Roll me a religion check. That's a 14. 14. With a 14, you can recognize the uh, statue. Um, <clears throat> so the statue is depicting Dumathoin, who is the dwarven god of mining. Sorry about your room. I'm going to follow everyone out. Um, before I do, you mentioned before that there were notes on this altar, like parchment. They've all been sort of blown around and scattered. So there, there's various notes, like scattered across you know, these bits of parchment and stuff. Kid, kid wants to collect any of the ones that he can find and just take them away for later. Okay. I don't know if I mentioned. I don't know if I mentioned as well. Uh, Neznar did drop his. He dropped his staff as he pulled out the spell scroll as well. So that's still on the ground. I'm not sure if I mentioned that. I'm gonna put the orb in the uh, satchel. By the way, 
And I'm going to leave the crawdaddy there for now. Hey, do you want this staff before we move on, Mooney? Uh, yeah, I can uh, take hold of it for now. And uh, I'll wait in the room just a little longer after everyone else leaves, just to take it in, and then I'll follow everyone out. Mooney, I'm going to pop that staff into... Well, actually, I guess you need to... Never mind, I won't do that, because you need to identify first. Um, okay, so yeah, if you guys all follow into that, follow Archie, you guys see the same hallway. Um, you see stairs <coughs> that are going down. Um, if you continue along that corner, which it looks like Archie has done, you see more stairs going down, sort of linking back up with that a long time ago. And there is the one door on this northern wall here. Well, similar, uh, it's the same similar sort of stone dwarven doors that you've seen before. I'm going to walk over, put my ear against it. Do I hear anything? Um, Romy and in the perception. Nine. Uh, you, you don't hear anything to the door. I'm going to push it open. <laughs> Okay, you push it open. Again, the sturdy stone slab scrapes against the ground. Inside, you see. It basically is just, it looks like someone's bed quarters for the most part. There's dusty draperies adorning the walls. Um, there's a bed, a brazier, a desk. Leaning against the side, against the wall, you see a very short man, <laughs> short, short and stout, um, balding. <laughs> uh, but he's just he's just sort of in the fetal position against the wall, just muttering to himself. Um, he doesn't even look up when you push the door open. Uh, he looks as if he's he looks as if he's not even there just muttering to himself. Occasionally, he lets out like a little laugh or sometimes a little scream. Um, but he's just there rocking back and forth. I don't remember who class that was. He was the... <laughs> the, uh, the, of the red branch. But, but we don't know that he is class staff. We just saw sure. the name. But that's, just, that's true. I probably, <laughs> I probably should have. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's just some dude in here. Well, I will say, you because you probably would be able to figure it out because on this desk, you do see a long staff made out of glass. Uh, he doesn't look armed. You can't tell if he has any. I mean, he might have like there's no obvious like, sword or anything that he's having. He might have like a dagger on his person somewhere. Um, he's wearing somewhat nice looking robes. Well, they they would probably previously have been nice that are now sort of dirty and torn and disheveled. Um, it seems as if he he hasn't bathed <laughs> in a long time either. He's smacking. He's smacking. He makes. Again, almost no acknowledgement of your presence. So just sits there muttering to himself. As, I would say, as you can make out a few words of his muttering, uh, from the, the few scraps that you can make out, he says, um, the one who waits, the black sun. Uh, Archie, uh, he seems to be a little uh, further gone, but he doesn't look unlike you when you were holding the orb. It may have uh, taken over him. Right. Can either of y'all do any more healing? Not for me. I just. I can still heal, yes. On him? Cool. I'm going to do two uh, Eldritch Blast non lethal. To his chest. You caught me on a bad day. A real uh, bad day. You can't, you can't non-lethal. Eldritch blast. Just say so you no. Know. <laughs> okay. In that track. case, I pull out. I pull out my longsword, and I will. <laughs> I guess if I can cleave an arm off, I don't know. To something to whatever whatever non-lethal would be with the sword. I can bash him with the flat end. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so you got, you got, 
absolutely no fucking you struggle as you walk over and just knock him unconscious with the flat under your longsword and he slumps on the ground I'll get down a bit touch him on his shoulder and cast uh I can't remember what it's called healing word and he'll heal six points okay uh so as he slumps unconscious you bend down and uh, the surge of green energy comes out flowing into him and as soon as he receives this this healing his eyes open extremely wide and he just screams uh, for about 10 seconds until it dies down and he just goes back to that like, incessant kind of muttering and mumbling to himself. Right, well, I guess that didn't work. Um, worked for me. Yeah, I suppose, but let's not <clears throat> fucking waste our time just fucking uh, beat him up healing, beat him up healing. Let's, are, are we going to just fucking kill him or what are we doing here? Oh, this, there's no version of this where it ends well for him. I'm just going to... Y'all made me a promise when we were in that in that cave. No, None of them. None of the red branches. This motherfucker's a leader of them. All right, then fucking let's kill him, man. Cut his dick off. Let's fucking go. We got to get out of this place. I'm going to turn to Glasta. What were you looking for here? Doesn't say anything. Just continues muttering. What is the well? No response. The orb? <clears throat> no response. Who is he who waits? When you say that, he... Uh... <laughs> It seems to kind of agitate him. He doesn't respond specifically to your question, but he sort of starts walking back and forth faster and muttering a bit faster. All right. No one else has a problem with this? Nope. No one else has anything to say? I've begun searching the room for valuables. I'm just going to Eldritch Blast this guy. Put him out of his misery. Kid sends out a crackling stream of green energy straight into glass staff's chest sort of makes it blast him against the wall and he as it cracks his head against the back he slumps down blood coming out from the back of his head uh no more wondering i spit on the corpse and walk out the